I was damn near willing to just let him talk to me crazy because that shit was out of this world. Like, yes, daddy, yes, okay. Like, I was literally willing to ruin my career. Um, if this ever came out, who it was, you would be like, bitch, do you know what Google says? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I also know what that dick said. That dick spoke life into me, invigoration, blessings, soul, torment. But heaven, Jesus, Allah, sorry, please God, understand, this is just my truth. This is just my truth. What you just heard was an interlude from Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels, her new uh, project that she just recently came out with. That is, whew, it's very telling. I will say that um, I listened to the whole thing and though I don't fully <laughs> uh, identify with a lot of the things that the women were saying and the subject matter of the songs, it made me realize and it made me think that what do we do as mothers, as fathers, as parents to prepare our daughters? And I'm only focusing on daughters right now because the perspectives that were written and the interludes all came from women. So what do we do as grown-ups to help prepare our children to not be these women. And granted, don't get me wrong, the choices you make are the choices you make. I'm not downing anyone, but as a parent, and I'm looking at my children, my girls, and I'm listening to these things that these women have gone through, what is it that we do to prepare them to not deal with these 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 instances, these these moments when they allow themselves to be small. What do we instill in them to let them know that they are greater than the person that they're with? Meaning that person does not, should not take away anything from you. And they, they can always add to you, but you are enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do? What do we say to our girls when they're small, so that it can it can be something that they turn to when they're 15, 16, 17. Because I think what we do as adults is that we look at what children find to be important, what teens to be to find to be important, unimportant, and then we don't pay attention to it. And the things that they delve into take up a lot of their time. So if a lot of their time is of things that we as adults find unimportant, then they in turn figure out that you don't think they're important. And it's not the case. But we can't downplay the situations that young girls face or the emotions that they experience just because they're young. There was a guy I met in high school. He was a senior and I was a freshman. And he would 
do these things. Like he would walk me to class. He would hold my books. He would ask me how I felt, you know, if I wasn't feeling well or if I looked, you know, bothered. He he cared. At least, at least that's what I thought. And um, it got to the point where I realized that I really liked him. And one day he kissed me and I was like, I'm in love. And then only to have him say, you know, that was nice. I have a girlfriend already like that crushed me. It took a long time for me to get over. And I wasn't equipped emotionally to deal with that. I wasn't. I was I was 14. I turned 14 when I got to high school. So and it was no fault of my parents. They just didn't find it to be important. But now that I've gone through those things and now that we hear the perspectives of these women on the interludes from Jasmine Sullivan's album, it the thing that I heard was for, from certain ones, certain interludes, is hurt. You're hurt. You're avoiding hurt. You've been hurt. You're doing these things to acquire things by means that make you feel small. I'm all about sexual freedom and experiencing sex in different ways and, you know, being open about what it is that you want as a woman from sex. I'm about that. But when it is only a leveraging tool, does it become burdensome? When is the when it is the only thing you have, it becomes burdensome. This is all that I have to give to a person to keep them. What happens when they don't want sex? What happens when sex gets old and boring or they find it in someone else? Because it's a new person, it's a new experience. What do we teach our girls? And I'm only focusing on girls because there's a that's a whole nother story that we have to tell about how we raise our boys, how we raise our sons. Because there is a difference. And though there is change, changes happening, you can't undo a lot of times the ways you've been taught, especially if you agree with them, even though they may not be good. So for those who really haven't heard Jasmine Sullivan's new project, it is basically an anthem for a lot of women, for every woman who has been in a relationship that failed. For every woman that's been in a relationship that was only financially beneficial. For women who have been in relationships where they've messed up. And Jasmine Sullivan is always one of, is always somebody fun to listen to. I always enjoy hearing her songs and hearing what she talks about. But this, this resonated with me in a different way. I honestly don't, the only thing I really don't, I'm trying to find my thoughts. I don't want to sound like I'm being like, I'm so good. I've done all these good things and my feelings ain't never been hurt. And I ain't never done nothing stupid for a man. That's a lie. But <laughs> uh, hotels don't resonate with me as a person. Hotels resonates with me in a way that I I have friends. And because I didn't date a whole lot. I dated two guys seriously dated two guys. I I dated a guy before my husband 
and, and I was young, you know, 19 and, and, you know, he already had kids and, you know, he was from the country and he didn't want to use protection and all kinds of things. And I stupidly was just like, oh, okay, da, 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 da. And I'm glad I didn't get caught up with him. You know, it's not, he wasn't a bad person. We were just stupid and young. It, it wasn't for us to be together. <laughs> so what do we teach our girls? How do we guide them? We personally, I believe that we need to stop being afraid of giving them information. If knowledge is power, why don't we give it to them? Why do we feel like whenever it's time, when we think it's time, you have a lot of things that you have to compete with as a parent. You have the internet, you have their friends, you have TV. You and it's not it's not like it used to be. You used to be able to look at the TV guidance and be like, "Oh, that's cool. I could just, you know, we'll let you watch that without any you know, without my supervision. You can't do that. There is There are so many questions that they have that you should answer. So, me, Ashley Branch. That's right. Your favorite friendly neighborhood mom has a few tips. But this is what I've witnessed with my own children. Ava is my oldest child. She will be nine in February. Yes, I am moving into preteen territory and I am not excited about it. Not going to lie to you. Do I feel like I have a, whole, a good handle on it? No, I don't. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But these are the things that I have done that have seemed to work. One, talk to your children. Talk with your children. You are not the purveyor of information. They know some stuff. I'm telling you they do. And you don't know it until you talk with them. Talking to them is one thing that is you giving knowledge. Talking with them is you sitting down and you also listening to them. It works both ways. If you don't know what's in their minds because you never talk with them, talk with them. You will know. Be open. Be honest. Mommy has done some things that she's not proud of. Mommy was a follower at one point in time. Mommy did something and, and, and it didn't turn out right. Mommy put in some hard work and I turned it around. Like, be honest. What are you afraid of? You cannot be an enigma to your kids and then all of a sudden go, all right, now you're 18. I'm going to tell you all the things. Not fair. It's not. So that's one. Talk to your children. Talk with your children. Two, watch the things that they watch. Listen to the things that they listen to. Do I hate trap music? Yes, I do. I don't have a problem saying it. I don't care what it looks like. My, I, I, you look old. I don't give a care. It sounds terrible to me. It all sounds the same. I don't like it. Do they have some trap beats out there that I don't mind bobbing my head to? But some of these young Kodak Black and Lil Yodel Nodal and Lucy Goosey, I don't know their names. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't like it. But they like it. Why do they like it? Don't don't put it down. You could you could hate it all day long. Hey, why you like listening to this? What does what grabs your attention about this? Look at when things grab their attention. Aubrey is six years old. There's a guy that plays for the uh the Pelicans in here in New Orleans, and I forget his name, but he's white and he has long hair. That blew Aubrey's mind. There's a man with long hair. It's in the ponytail. 
Mommy, look at that man. Well, what's so special about that man? What do you what do you see about the man? He has long hair. It's in a ponytail. I think he's handsome. It took for her to say all those things to say she really thinks he's handsome. Okay, that makes sense. Ask questions. Don't make them feel small. For parents of small children, what that means is get on their level. I don't know about you. I'm 36 years old. I played ball. I had 10 and 12 pound babies. This knee ain't all that great. Sometimes you got to kneel. Sometimes you got to sit. Sometimes just get on their level. And that starts when they're babies. When my baby started crawling, I don't know what's in their way. I don't know what they see. Guess what I did? I got on my belly and I looked around to see what they saw. We cannot expect our children to understand where we're coming from when they haven't been any of the places we've been. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, anything. Get on their level. So what that brings back to is, what are they interested in? Again, talk to and with your kids. Lastly, do not deflect or defer your children when they have questions. I don't care if it make your booty hole pucker all the way up. If you get uncomfortable, fine, good. Swallow it and keep it moving. Our kids need us. Our girls need us. My kids ask me all the time about periods and breasts and sex and whatever. And whatever answer that I can come up with that they understand, that's what I'm going to do. If that takes me to say, hey, mommy's busy right now. Can you give mommy a second to, to think? Or let mommy get back with you on that. I don't have the time to sit down with you right now. That's fine. We cannot keep covering our, our kids' eyes and ears in hopes that they can make it through life without being traumatized. That is not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. We have to be the ones to be uncomfortable. If you care about your kids, you got to talk to them. You have to teach them. We are their teachers. We are their examples. So if you're not talking to them and with them, how do you expect them to do that when they get older? If you're not talking um, to them about the things that's important to them, how do you expect them to be open with you when they get older? If you're not showing them things now, how do you expect them to know how to do it when they get older? Ava is going, like I said, she's going to be nine in February. I was talking to my husband about something I was writing. And it was just like plot, storyline, blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, I didn't want Ava in my face. I just didn't want her in my mouth. And I was like, Ava, go somewhere. And I thought about it. I said, this girl's going to be nine years old. She's getting older. She's going to have to know how to behave around adults. That may just mean you sit, don't say nothing. Or when you get older than that, then you stop and say, hey, I know you guys were having a conversation, but may I speak? We cannot expect our children to be adults when they become adults if we never show them how. What can we do to prepare our children for this world? The world encompasses everything. All the taboos, all the new isms, all the, the things on online and all the, the new fads, everything. It encompasses everything and it will be beneficial. Is it tiresome? Hell yeah. But it will be beneficial to you when they get older for you to start talking to them now. 
Words like penis and vagina were learned when they were two, when they can talk. Why? Because, God forbid, somebody touched them down there. Because that's what they're called. Because that's knowledge. Well, that's all I have for y'all. Until then, in the meantime, in between time, take care of yourself and think of others. Put a mask on. Everybody don't know how ugly y'all if you put a mask on. Thank you. I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Thank you.